Blog Talk Radio.
to hear what the minister on tonight has to say. So I'm turning it over to Minister Margo to introduce us to our speaker and present him to those that already know him. Minister Margo, it is in your hands. God bless you, Minister Silver. God bless you. For all those who are listening, thank you so much for coming on tonight uh, to our gathering. As Minister Sylvia was saying as she was speaking on Facebook that our family believed in being together, praising God, celebrating together, celebrating God and our love for family. So, Saints, I, I really thank God for this opportunity uh, to gather with you tonight to pray our Heavenly Father, our Creator, and our Lord. And it's really a blessing tonight and an honor to be able to open the worship of God and give him thanks for all he's done, for all he's done. And um, to be able uh, to speak on his behalf. Got a lot of noise, but we'll lean in. Ask those who maybe have not missed the phone. So uh, on tonight, we will be ministered to by the next generation of my family. And so we have three uh, very wonderful young people that I love and cherish very much. And uh, I'd like to encourage each of them tonight as they minister. Seek God, seek Him before. To to have faith in His Word and His plan for your life. To know our Father and that He wants only the best for each of you. And to remember, as we have in Luke, the first chapter, nothing is impossible with God. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. We begin tonight with a song from our anointed songstress, Cynthia Seabury, my my niece, a lovely, blessed woman of God and anointed singer. And after she gives us a song of praise, Minister James Montgomery, another one of my nephews, he's a wonderful young man with a heart that's dedicated to service to service to God's people. He's actively involved in various ministries, and uh, he is going to take us to the throne of grace tonight. Uh, take us to the throne of grace and, and have a word of encouragement for his cousin, uh, our speaker on tonight, who I'm yielding the microphone to, Minister George Randall Seabury. He's a young man that loves God. And he has an urgent call on his life. He's going to bring us the word, the word uh, from the gospel, a word of faith, a word to encourage us and to improve our walk with God, a word to encourage our hearts. So if everybody's in place, we'll pray God that they are. And so we're going to begin tonight with Cynthia Seabury. Cynthia, could you please honor us or favor us <laughs> with a song? Okay. Thank you, sweetheart. Are you there? 
Yes, ma'am. Cynthia? I'm here. Can you hear me? Hmm. Hello? Okay. Well, I spoke with Cynthia earlier, and she said she was trying to remember uh, us on tonight. I can hear her. But since she isn't, I will uh, sing a song. Um, I see. We can hear her. A song that I've been singing today. Uh, Hello? It's a little praise. It's sung by um, one of the Hello? ministers. I don't think that she can hear any of us. I think, I think that's what happened. Hello? I, I, she, I don't think I she can hear her. any of us. I just text her. Okay. So if you want to, um, Cynthia, you can go ahead and uh, begin to sing because I don't hear her on the line anymore. Okay. All right. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, how I love Oh, how I love him. Oh, how I love him. What a day. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He's my Savior, my Savior, my Savior. He's my Savior, my Savior, my Savior. He's my Savior, my Savior, my Savior. What's his name? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He's my provider, my provider, my provider. My provider, my provider, my provider. Oh, he's my provider. What's his name? Jesus, 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 and oh, how I love him, oh, how I love him, oh, how I love him, what's his name, Jesus, 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 say it again, Jesus, 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 Thank you for that Because There's nothing like his name (laughs) Jesus So with All heads bowed And hearts open After we pray The next voice you will hear Is uh, my cousin My brother in Christ They all know him as George, but I know him as Randy. So, Jesus, we come to you. 
we want to say thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this this year. Because mm. we are in a better place than we were last year. Well, we thank you for bringing us through. Lord, we want to ask that you forgive us for anything that we have done to not be closer to you, Lord. Lord, forgive us so that we can walk and be closer to you because that is our goal. That is what we strive to be just like you. Lord, we ask that you bless my cousin as he gives us a word tonight. Lord, let your words come out of his mouth so that we can get a blessing, so that we will be filled, so that we will be able to be that guiding light to those that are in the darkness. So that they will be able to look at us And we don't have to go out and say anything They can just look and say There is something different about these people There is something different about this person And I need to know what it is So that we can bring them closer to you Lord bless Randy as he brings the word In Jesus name we pray and all God's people said amen. 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 Good evening, uh, all you good peoples and any other type of peoples that's around. Um, my name is George Randall Seabury IV, but affectionately known as Randy, or hey, you come back with that. No, I'm just kidding. In all seriousness, though, um, and, and keeping in that spirit, Father God, we ask that you uh, continue to add to the man of God. My cousin James, also known to me as Jimmy, um, has a heart for you, Lord. He has a desire to serve you. He has a desire to serve his people. He has a desire to fellowship. Continue to give him increase. Continue to make the crooked places straight. Continue to make the high places low. And bring the low places up, Lord. And just build them up and strengthen them. In Jesus' name, and it is done. Father God, may uh, may if it just be two or three words come out of my mouth, be directly from you. I am humbled by the fact that you would use such an earthen vessel to bring forth your word. So if it be just two or three words, Lord, let it touch somebody under the sound of my voice. Well, good evening. My aunt, uh, Margot, you know, and we use those aunts and cousins so much around here. If anybody does not know, it's a, it's a lot of family on here. It's a bunch of us. And them sea bears got a bunch of names, and it's a bunch of them. Um, she, she, she gave me the grand opportunity to be able to speak on tonight, and I thank her for that. And, and, and as I said, I, I put forth uh, some effort. I asked God. To give me something to feed his sheep You know he told Peter three times To feed his sheep and we know that was There was more to that But I asked him to give me something Feed my sheep alright lord what, what you got in the pantry And I sat back and I, and, and I allowed Myself to listen And I believe that this is what he He told me to, to say to you good people On the evening Of uh, March 21st I have 
in my short time on this planet, the few times I've been around the sun and, and my even shorter time as a true worshiping member of the body of Christ, have, have uh, like much like everybody else, lived a life. I've seen people. I stand in no judgment, you know. Why be it for me to throw some stones? I don't just live in a glass house. I drive a glass car to the glass factory and make windows. So I don't stand in judgment of anybody. And I understand what it is to fall short because we all have. But I have run into some people that that have uh, given me an understanding. You know, like the proverb talks about, uh, it says it twice. And for anybody who doesn't know, if you read something two times in the Bible, don't think that it was a overprint or a miss a missight. It, it, you know, repetition is the mother of all learning. So if you read it twice, that means pay attention. And at the beginning of the book of Proverbs and towards the end of the book of Proverbs, and I employ anybody who does not read a proverb a day, take you through the month, every month. And before you know it, that stuff will resonate in, down in your bones and it's wisdom for life. It says uh, in an earlier proverb, and I do have some uh, I do have some scriptures to, uh, that I, that that uh, coincide with with this message for anybody who's a, a note taker. I didn't get too bogged down in the weeds because anybody who does know me knows that I'm I'm a little technical. I do like attention to the details, but that's not what this is about. This is this is the uh, real folk talking in fellowship, and 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 oddly enough, or not oddly enough, because there are no coincidences in God. That has to do with the message So what I came up with was I have run across numbers of people Who have locked on to one particular part Of their walk with Christ And make that catamount to their entire walk And what I have um, come to understand In my short time here That there are three parts That number three is going to pop up a lot Not necessarily in what we talk about this evening But it's just going to pop up a lot Because three if you don't know, for my non-math uh, people out there, is uh, the most sturdy and, and robust polygon that we have. If you take and put even lines together at 60-degree angles and lock them down, that triangle is, is, is the most solid shape ever, much more solid than a, a square and even more so than a circle. It can take weight from every degree, from every angle, and stand and, and, and there's no coincidence in that either Because we serve a triune God You'll see that number three keeps popping up around and around But what I came up with was There were three parts To a healthy walk with Christ And I didn't triage them Because there's no such thing they trilateral Like a triangle And that's your prayer life Your fellowship And your time spent understanding the word of God no one supersedes the other. You got to have them all. Now, someone may beg to differ, and that's, that's, that's fine. I don't want to fight about it. I don't want to bicker about it. Understand, this is my understanding, as was said to me in my spirit. It, now, if, if you know something that I don't know and God has led you to share with me, please do at another time. But for right now, these are three equilateral parts. And I'm going to start with prayer. Prayer. Um, I've heard a few times that if you want to see what a person's walk with God is like, ask them about their prayer life. You cannot have a functioning relationship with anything, and I said thing, not just persons, 
But you can have a functional relationship with anything, even if it's inanimate, if you don't find a way to, to commune with it, if you don't find a way to communicate, in air quotes, with it. And that's what prayer is. Prayer is one half of your communication with your God, with your Lord, with your Savior, with your Comforter, with your Redeemer. That's the one way, that's one of the two ways that you communicate. That's you speaking up. But just like any other form of communication, you got to learn to listen, too. That's why the Bible always talks about pray and wait, pray and meditate, pray and watch. Because some sometimes we end up like little bratty five-year-olds, or, or even worse, we, we twos, as my... As my cousin Toy would say, you in the, the me me stage. Me me me. Lord, 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 I need this. Lord, do this. Lord, do that. Lord, why this? Lord, why that? And and there's nothing wrong with that because that's your father. You're a grafted branch into a royal family. You're supposed to do that. However, you have to stop and listen to. And before you can even do that, you need to know the sound of his voice. Because there's a bunch of voices out here around you and inside you. But you need to learn the sound of his voice. You need to be connected to the source. First Thessalonians 5 and 16. Well, right, bear with me because uh, I'm getting digital with y'all. Normally, I would just come right out of my sword. I'm trying this old, this old digital movie because it's got all this memory and whatnot on it. So just bear with me one second. And I wrote some things out because I'm old, but I wanted to read this verbatim, and I didn't write it out. This is First uh, Thessalonians, fifth chapter. And we're going to start at, we'll start at, well, We'll just get straight to the point. That way I won't waste a lot of y'all evening in one place, get bogged down. 5.16 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's 5.16 and 17. I, I put that in there specifically, and it's not necessarily a, a paramount in the point that I'm trying to make, but I put that in there specifically because I remember a long time ago when I first read that, and it said pray continually. I, when the first time I read it, it said pray unceasingly. And I was like, how is that possible? Even when I have a prayer life, because your prayer life is, I, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm going to get transparent before y'all, but naked as it will. And my prayer life sometimes is, is not what it should be. Not by anybody else's standards, but just by what the will of God is in my life. I know sometimes I should pray and I don't. And, and, and nobody else got to, to raise their hand if you can't say amen and just say ouch. But pray unceasingly. So that means that I can't I can't rear my children. I can't watch a football game. I can't talk to a woman if, if God is, is, is nice enough to bless me with one. I have to continually pray. Nope. That's not what it means. That's not what it means. Just like in uh, in Matthew fourteen twenty one. There's another one for you. It, uh, you can go a little further back though. Um, the disciples couldn't get the the demon out the boy, and Jesus had to come touch him. He gave, he he, uh, 
<laughs> gave him a few choice words, and then when they asked him later on in confidence, why is it that we couldn't get that done? He said because that particular level or that particular strength of affliction only comes out through prayer and fasting. And that was another one that caught me. Like, so if I if I run into a situation, and I mean, of course, we should we should always, as it says, pray unceasingly, and I'm going to get back to that. But if I run into a situation, I'm supposed to stop what I'm doing. And, yes, I can pray on the scene. You better. You better keep your prey on you like those movies had the tough guys with switchblades in the 70s. You better keep your prayer on you at all times. Keep it locked and loaded. But I cannot stop and fast in real time. But I was supposed to be prayed up and fasted before I came to this situation. And that's what it means to pray unceasingly. uh, A while back in my younger uh, years, I used to say I serve a soup and salad God or soup or salad God. That is just how intimate he wants to be in your life. That is where your relationship and your communication should be to the minutia, super salad Lord. So you should be prayed up at all times. That is what it means to be pray, to pray unceasingly before your feet touch the ground, as somebody I know said. Prayer should be in your mind and if not on your lips. That's it. Before before every phase of during the course of your day, pray on it. Before you walk in the door at work. Lord, give me the patience. Because if you give me the strength, I'm going to choke somebody. I can help myself. But, yes, pray before you get in your car. Pray before you get out your car. Pray. He wants to hear it. The devil will tell you, man, what's your wife? That's silly. You don't need that. And that's the one of them small foxes that the song of Solomon talking about. That'll ruin the vine. Never let anybody separate you from your prayer life. I don't care who it is. It could be your mom, and I love my mom. I love my mom like the day she was born, even though I wasn't there. But if she ever told me not to pray, I would find fault with that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, moving right along, but I'll give you some more. Uh, Mark three thirteen through 15, I didn't write it out, but it, it's, it's connected to this situation. And we're going to step forward as, as to be... Um, Mindful of the of the hour and of the time, and, and not to lose my law but captive audience. Uh, the next step is fellowship, and by fellowship, I don't mean uh, well. I mean uh, uh, all of the above is what I'm gonna say as the precursor. I mean all of the above. I mean yes, go to church, and this is what I meant about the people that I've met in my lifetime. I've met people who say well they they pray and they in their word, but they don't go to church. I ain't, I ain't got to do that. God don't say do that. Well, if you mean for it to say that and you're going to take a blurb out of a piece of scripture, you can almost make the Bible say anything you want to. And if you're not careful, somebody's going to listen to you. And then you're going to have to explain that one day, too, but we're not going to get bogged down in that. Um, so by fellowship, I mean just that. I don't have to go to church. No, you don't have to. You you got the wrong letter in there. You don't got to go to church. You get to go to church. Why wouldn't you want a fellowship with other like-minded individuals, especially in the world that we live in, the world that we're supposed to be in and not of? Why wouldn't you want to talk? Oh, well, because so-and-so did such-and-such, and 
Man, if you don't stop it, you perfect people, man, and I'm not talking to nobody, please. I'm not pointing no fingers, but perfect people, they are. First of all, I ain't seen one of them or a unicorn, but I see people who pretend to be. But you will, you will fellowship with somebody regardless of their activity because they're human. But you will deny fellowship with somebody who, who professes and shows you that they are of the same elk in the same cloth of you, but you won't fellowship with them because of their humanity. Well, so-and-so did such and such, and I know they love the Lord, but let me tell you about this other thing that they did. So you will deny an entire body of people. And if you ever watch any one of them Wild Kingdom shows, that's what, that's what a predator does. You don't see even packs of predators. They don't jump on a whole pack of prey. They separate one. I like to set things on fire. I like to think I'm the king of fire. If the fire department went in the other way around, and instead of putting out fires, they went around setting fires, I'd be the chief. I'm good at it. And and if you want to see a, something uh, removed from conflagration, something that is no longer on fire, just remove it from the body. So when you separate yourself from a body, now don't, don't get me wrong, all churches are not created the same, and yes, there are groups of people that, that, that call themselves of Christ and are not of Christ, but chances are this is just a group of people trying to get in tune with the will of God and know they are not perfect. So don't you stand there and cast judgment, and don't you separate yourself. You're going to be just like that little log that you take off the bonfire. Your fire going to go out. And before you know it, you ain't going to be much of a log anyway. You're going to be ash. You're going to be something, but you won't be part of the fire. So fellowship is important. And as I said, like 1 Corinthians 15:33, do not be uh, deceived. Bad company corrupts good character. You're going to fellowship. We are gregarious by nature. We are flock. We are hive mind. Even uh, those lone wolves, as as most men like to uh, portray themselves as, myself included, you know, uh, I don't need anybody, but we are gregarious. We love our children. We love our, our loved ones. We love our parents, grandparents, significant others. We need to fellowship. There's a need to fellowship. So you need to watch, you know, um, I believe it's Joel. That says that that uh, two people can't walk along together unless they agree. Um, I didn't write it down, but I want to say First uh, Corinthians, no Second Corinthians, maybe six. Um, what does light and dark have to do with each other? You you you're going to connect to somebody, so I would suggest you connect to some imperfect people who at least had the wherewithal to to put some of their time aside. See, it's not that when you tithe and you offer, it's not always about your money. It's about your time. Mm -hmm. So this is a group of people who are imperfect, just like you are, who have put their time aside to worship the same God that you worship, to bring each other together, to to build each other up. Regardless of, you know, we, you know us by nature. We, We catty, and sometimes we backbite, but for the most part, we build each other up. We sing praises unto the Lord. We pray in community. We lay hands on one another as we have been. We go forth and make disciples. We we evangelize. We have missions. We have look. 
you're going to connect to somebody, at least connect to to your family in God's house. Yeah. You go to all types of houses, gam- gambling houses, drug houses, all types of Go to God's house. That's it. Do not let your fellowship fall. That's the second one. And, and um, the the... The big piece of that is, uh, it's funny, my, my mother actually gave me a First John verse a couple of days ago, and it doesn't connect to this piece, but there is uh, some stuff in, in First John that does connect because that's, that's what First John is all about. People run around talking about they are of Christ and they are members of the body and how much they love the Lord, but he says specifically, that you can show how much you love me by how you love one another. As a matter of fact, he said you will be identified by how much you love, especially in this this beaten down and broken world that we live in, how much you show the world love, a love they can't understand, them, them weird folk. First John one five through seven because I'm, I'm gonna move on, but and First uh, John four twenty and twenty one, heavy on twenty one. He who loves God must love his brother. How can you how can you say you love a a a, a Lord that you haven't seen, but you don't love a brother that you with every day when I told you to love him? That was my second commandment. Love me with everything you got, mind, body, and spirit, heart, categorize it however you want to. And the second commandment is like the first. Love your brother more than you love yourself. And I'm your Lord and Savior, which, by the way, is not Savior and Lord. It's Lord and Savior. Everybody wants the superhero first, but they don't want to do what they told, like kids who want to eat their dessert first. We all, we all the same. It says Lord first. That means... <sighs> I don't know how y'all was raised, <laughs> but in my in my house it was not by committee. <laughs> it was it was it was not a voting party there at all. You did what you were told to do. Amen. <laughs> <Hey, man. laughs> well, and the third part, because we gonna, we gonna round this up, and I love y'all for for, for humoring me. We gonna we gonna um, we gonna round this up. Uh, the gospel. The gospel and the gospel and the testaments, the gospel and the covenant. We, we, I say, I keep saying the gospel first because we know that's that's uh that's tantamount to how the whole thing went down, so to speak. Uh, forgive my vernacular, but it's not just the gospel. There's uh, there's a love leading up to the gospel. There's there's work. There's dedication. And it's not on our part. We didn't do nothing. It's God, before he even crafted this thing, when he first started, we broke it. And he still didn't give up. But you cannot, and I, and, and again, and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, uh, far be it from it, because I'm, as Paul would say, <laughs> you know, I, I got a stretch marker to myself. But people who feel like they don't need to study the Word of God, and I said study specifically, not read. You want to read? 
Hey, look, I got a whole list of books you can read. It's great reading, but the Bible you study. I heard somebody say he only left you basic instructions before leaving Earth, and that was best acronym I think I've probably heard in forever. You have to study the Word of God. Otherwise, that's the second part of that communication gap. So you send them up, and you're going to you're going to receive in, in, in meditation. You're going to receive. I've had God, no, no joke, I've had God answer through a television commercial. I've had people walk up on me. I'm, I'm sure everybody has. But if you read the Word of God, if you study the Word of God, He has already told you the answer to a whole lot of the questions you're asking right now. That's what the study part comes into. It's the law. It's instruction by example. It's living proof that you don't know everything, that you are not the first to go through it, and you probably won't be the last. But look at his faithfulness. It, it, it tells us, well, if you got faith and you got your spiritual eyes open, it shows us how we have a choice. You got a choice to be whole or to be broken. You got the same choice that was in the garden, the choice of the tree of life or of worldly knowledge. But you got to get in his word. It's a love letter. That stands over thousands of years. It's breathing. It's living. That thing is a woo. It's something. Bible actually, from what I understand, means book. That's it. Now I've read a few books, and I'm, I have relatives that read a lot more books than I have. You know, you see, there's kind of smarty smart pants, but that is the book. You can you can get a grasp on something. God could give you your manner on this one book today. You can study that book. For six months, and you just, whoosh, you got a black belt in First John. And ten years from now, it will be a completely different book. It's a living book. It breathes along with you. As you grow, it grows. That same thing that was milk will become raw meat, and then that raw meat will become cooked meat. Uh, look, I, I ooh, y'all better, y'all better stop. At any rate, Second <laughs> Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. Uh, and that was, that was Peter's nod to Paul, you know, letting him know because Paul wrote all in letters that all scripture is God breathed. And it, it'll do everything it's meant to do. Like he said, I believe that was Isaiah. His word won't return to him void. All scripture is God breathed for reproof, for instruction, that you be lacking nothing. Nothing. So you got to you got to have all three people. Got to have all three, and uh, that's 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 about it. I, I I could continue to talk. You know, I got I got a lot of talky talky in me, but I think I I think I gave what I was supposed to give, and I'm gonna turn it back over to Sylvia. Uh, God bless you all. Um, go with God; He will go with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Stay inside that protective hedge, and he got you. And even when it hurts, you're not alone. He's going to go with you. And it's not going to hurt always. I love you guys. God bless you. Hey, man. Randy, don't get off the line. Stay on the line. 
I thank God for I thank God for Randy on tonight. I thank God for um just hearing him talk because I remember when Randy was a little boy, he used to just he's like he said, he's he's the type of kid, he got to figure things out. He's uh he would just stand back and look at everybody and he was he would study people like he was studying to take a test. I remember him as a little boy, and to hear him as a grown man speak the way he speaks, it's a blessing because one thing I do know is, like he said, he loved his mama, but he loved his family. And to hear him tell you all that he loved his family, we don't hear that a lot these days where men just outright tell you, I love my mama, I love my auntie. If we hear men say other things about women, but I thank God that this young man wasn't ashamed to say it. I thank God that he held on and he's holding on to the Christ that's been put in him, that he's not ashamed. I thank God for his auntie asking him to bring forth the word. He didn't stutter over nothing. He didn't act like it was a mistake. He didn't act like he uh, had to figure out what to say. A lot of things he said is, I didn't write it down but this is what it said. So they let you know that the word is down in him. He has hid it in his heart that when he needs it, he can bring it forth, like he said, super silent. He's been praying about some things because he's lived a life, and he knows that at the beginning and at the end, if you heard him, he said, pray before you get in the car, pray after you get in the car, because he's letting you know he's been praying while he was in the car. So just Know that the man of God on tonight fed us. He talked about it. He gave us a little milk. Then he put the little meat on it. And then he said he cooked it a little bit. I thank God for him saying yes. I thank God for him being an example. I thank God for Minister James praying to let us know the word didn't just stop with our generation. It's still going on. I thank God because one thing our kids and our family could say the same as we said we was able to say growing up. We grew up with them church mamas. Uh, y'all ain't hearing us tonight. We grew up with church mamas. I thank God for Cynthia singing tonight, singing about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Y'all just got to understand that we love the Lord with all our heart. No matter what else was going on in our life, we stop and say, okay, I got to give God some attention. With everything God is allowing me to experience in life, i got to give God some attention. I thank God for the word tonight about prayer, about fellowship, and about spending time with the gospel with Jesus Christ. For those that looked at this on Facebook Live, as you heard the audio, do Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron. I hope you enjoyed it. I want you to go back and look at the replay. I want you to go back and listen to Blog Talk, um, Archives. Because the man of God, George Randall Seabury IV, he brought it forth on tonight, letting you know there's no shame in what God is doing in his life. I'm going to open up the lines on blog talk. Is there any comments that you all would like to share with the man of God so that he can hear how he blessed you on tonight? And if you're on Facebook, you want to write something in, I'll let Randy know what you wrote in, and we can share this to encourage him to let him know it was no mistake that he spoke tonight. Somebody needed to hear the word. 
The lines are open. Go ahead. Randy, Randy, Randy. My cousin, Yas King. Yas King. You cooked us a three-course meal tonight. Yes, you did. And I love you so much because it spoke to me. It spoke to me, and I needed to hear it. I needed to hear it. And I love you so much, and I don't want you to stop. I just want you to keep going and letting the Lord uplift you because you brought it tonight, and you let the Lord use you tonight. Yes, King. Yes, you did it. You did it. And I thank you for letting the Lord use you. And I love you so much. Amen, amen, amen. I love you too, cuz. God bless you. Is there amen. anyone else? Amen. Brandon, this is your uncle. Is your uncle Ron? Is that is that the Ron Montgomery? <laughs> no, I'm a Ron Montgomery. I come in sixth grade. Brandon, you brought it. You brought it, man. You brought it. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm giving my takeaway. Although I take, I took away from from every. I, I, I'm taking something from everything of the prayer fellowship and uh, and, and, and the study and being in the word. Um, but the fellowship, I think you started something there. You don't got to go to church. You get to go to church. And I mean, that puts a a completely different spin on the ball right there. You get to go to church. So I thank you for those words. Great job, young fella. Keep up. Keep it up in the Lord. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Love you. Is there anyone else? Yes. Good, Good evening, minister. Sylvia, uh, and I want to... I know that voice. I, uh, yeah, I thank you guys for this blog talk. It's very fulfilling. Uh, one thing, and also the prayer and the song, and I love it when the young folks get involved with God. Uh, the sermon, the lesson that we had tonight, the three parts to a healthy walk with God the three equilateral parts. I like the uh, the image of the triangle. The triangle takes weight on all sides. But the first thing was the prayer life. And, and um, one thing Minister George did say was that you cannot have a functioning relationship without communication. But not only that, uh, you have to listen. Uh, he did say that. In order for you, you have to pray daily. In order for you to recognize the voice of God, you pray and you wait. The one thing that really touched me was the um, fellowship because that's not, I don't get a lot or enough of that here in Las Vegas, and that's probably nobody else's fault but mine. But the members of the body of Christ are joined to Christ in salvation, and they follow Christ as the head. And we are supposed to be the physical representation of Christ in this life. So the members of the body of Christ share a common bond with each other, the unity of the spirit that comes from Christians sharing beliefs, convictions, um, behaviors, and obeying God and not our own appetites. We need that fellowship because there's power in unity. That's what the, the, the and that uh, 
like a directive from God. That is what we are supposed to do. And I remember um, in my study, I read about the Great Commission, and it's part of Acts when um, Jesus had died. But his directive was that they go forth and spread the gospel and spread the word and build up the church. And it's a continuing fight today as well. So also, too, in the uh, message this evening, the time that you spend understanding the word. Prayer, for me, is sevenfold. You have to, there are seven important things that you have to keep in mind. When you're praying, because praying, like you said, you have to pray before you even step into a situation. You have to be prayed up. So when you pray, number one, it sets the tone for the rest of your day. Because yes. if you have the word of God in you, then that's what you're going to project. And that's what uh, James alluded to. That's what we want people to see. And that's what we want them to want more of. And it helps you make better decisions. And daily prayer is a submission to Christ, submitting your heart to God. So, and I think uh, the minister hit on all of those topics. Beautiful lesson tonight, George Randall. I love you. And stay in that word. And if you abide in him, he will abide in you. Abide if in you, you abide in him, yeah. and his word abides in you. In you. Yeah. You'll bear fruit. Okay, mm. very good, very good. Thank you, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that boy know his word, Mommy. That boy know his word. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Is yes, there anyone does. else who would like to encourage the man of God on tonight? Well, hello. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go. I just want to encourage uh, Randy and James and Cynthia tonight. And uh, each of them such an important role in the whole service of the Lord. And just to en- mm. encourage them. And I want to give the man of God a word of encouragement that he went on and stepped into the ballpark and knocked on out. Oh, there you go. Over the <laughs> And we're just encouraged tonight to know that that he made so many good points. But I think that the point of fellowship is what we've been wrestling with since 2020. Satan desires to sift us the same. And so he gets us to be excluded and off by ourselves. And then he tries to be us. And God desires, he said that we should fellowship, uh, don't for safe to assemble yourself together as a matter of some means. He put it in the word for us to remember that it is important that we come together. We have that koinonia, that we have that closeness with each other, that we can minister to the body. And so I just want to encourage Randy just to keep on and uh, Ron, keep on. Hey. But, yes, ma'am. Thank you. To, uh, to continue to to give that word out without a shame, and to let God use you. Thank you so much for being for, for being such a a um, 
and encourager, but a man of God giving us the word of God without a shame. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. You are welcome. More than welcome. Love you. Anyone else would like to encourage the man of God on tonight? Well, this is uh, Minister Margo. I just want to say thank you to the next generation. <laughs> thank you for stepping up and heeding all. I'm not sure why I'm having trouble. I didn't hear for the service tonight because something is going on. You know what? I know God is pleased. Well pleased. Be blessed. Amen. I love you, Aunt Margo. Thank you for the opportunity. And while I'm at it, uh, I don't want to uh, fustigate the situation, but I also want to thank my cousin James and, and my my cousin Cynthia for being here as well. Uh, thanks for everything that y'all are saying. That is magnificent. Uh, and back to you, Sylvia. I'm sorry. That's okay. Is there anyone else who would like to encourage the man of God on tonight? Yes, this is Erica Seabury. <clears throat> My little brother, <laughs> George. I am boo, so proud of you. You know what? We'll handle that later. But right now, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of my little cousin Jimmy and my little cousin Cynthia. You guys were amazing. And Randy, <laughs> from the day they brought your little round orange self home from the hospital, it has been ingrained in me that you take care of your little brother. And when you are not in my sight, even though you are 40-whatever and I'm 50-whatever, I still worry about you. But I calm my mind when I hear you in the Word because I know that is God telling me and telling you you are where you belong. And you know what Grandma wanted of you, and you are stepping onto that path. And I am so proud of you, and I love you so much. That's it. Stop, try- Stop trying to make me cry. I love you too, Shanks. <laughs> Go ahead and cry. Go ahead and cry. <laughs> Is there you know, anyone I, I, re- I remember uh, years ago, George and I, his father, having a conversation. can't really remember what the conversation was, but I remember telling him, we met. Uh, I, I wasn't really supposed to meet you. I was supposed to meet your mother and your family. That's why I was on that path. Because Orreen was a prayer warrior that I needed to be in contact with. And all of the family, the uh, Kaisers, the Montgomery, Seabury, Brown, all are praying people. And I really enjoy this blog on Monday night. And I'm going to have to get uh, start connecting on, I think it's Friday. Night too as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, so hey, much. Excuse me, uh, cousin, Minister Sylvia. I didn't mean to be so familiar. That's Minister that's Sylvia. Okay. You can call me Renee. Either one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Is there anyone else who'd like to encourage Randy on tonight? Hey, man. This is Cecilia. I just want to say, Minister. George, keep on obeying God and walking your calling. Run towards God because you know it's in you, so let it out. It's in your belly. 
Thank you, Apostle Elect Cecilia. I want to just say I thank God for this ministry because when Apostle Elect Cecilia, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser said that God had gave it to her, for many years she did it by herself. And as time went on, family and friends got aboard, and then when she asked me to do it, Randy, I want to tell you something. I was really doing my thing, being all I can be, and was happy with it. But when she brought it to me, when she said, God said to ask you to do it, I knew the call was there, but I knew it was time that I had to answer the call. I couldn't run anymore. I couldn't ignore anymore. I couldn't play anymore. And I said, but God... I do this and I do that. I didn't hear him say nothing. And I said, but God, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in this place and I'm in that place. I didn't hear him say nothing. But one thing I did know, I was too scared not to say yes. And as I began to say yes and do what God had told me to do, because, like you had said, we didn't have to go to church. We get to go to church. But in our time of growing up, we had to go to church and we got a chance to survive because we was too scared to say, I didn't want to go. You know how they have on their Facebook thing where the little boy say, I hate going to church? We didn't have that option. And because that, the, what was put in us, we're in the place now that we could say, I thank God for giving me the parents that he gave me because we could have been one of the others. You know, some of the friends we had. And we didn't understand why our friends always wanted to come around and be around our family. Because, see, they had the testimony that your mom just shared with us. She had to meet his mother and his family. It's things down on the inside of you that this world is going to need. And what uh, little Cynthia did tonight, she set the atmosphere by singing, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then what James did when he came on and he started pouring into you to let what God put into you come out. And then when you took the uh, chance to speak to us, you said to us, we don't have to go to church. We get to go to church. In other words, we don't have to pray. We get to pray. We don't have to fellowship with loved ones, family, or friends. We get that. We don't have to spend time with God or get into the gospel and learn it. We get to do it. It's our choice. So on tonight with everything your sister said, your mom said, your auntie said, your cousin said, everything, and your uncle, everything was said on tonight. With the opportunity that your auntie gave you, see what God is saying to you, Randy, and grab that thing. And you're going to save some souls. You're going to lead a lot of people back to God. On Facebook, we have a lot of family members looking in. I can see their names. They didn't say anything. But I'm telling you, ministry starts at home, and home don't always mean in your house. Your family is your home. I started off saying you are a legacy of Georgia. Mm. The oil runs down Aaron's beard. 
I'm going to end that right there. Mm. I'm going to end that right there. Yeah, we, you better. You better. Hey, you might get an organ. What? Uh-uh. What Troy at? Troy at uh-huh. uh-huh. I wish he was here. But I want you to go to see tonight singing, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus I wish that you could just sing it for us one more time before we end Jesus, the program. Jesus, I don't know if she's still on the phone. Cynthia, are you still on the service? Oh. You still there, Cynthia? No, maybe not. Okay, well, you go to see? you go to sleep with that in your spirit. You wake up with that in your spirit. And when you pray on tomorrow and every day before that, you just start singing Jesus, 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 and watch what God do. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I wish I sang like y'all. I can't, I can't sing. That's what, I can't either, but when God put it down in I make a joyful noise. Sounds it sounds good to him. Huh. And all I'm saying, we all have to stop worrying about where we at and let God mm. get us where he takes us. Uh-huh. It's not about the trip, it's about the journey. Ah, and I'm just Amen. saying, Lord, yes. Mm. Yes, God. Mm. I thank Amen. God for everybody that joined in on tonight with Facebook. I thank God for uh, Missionary Linda Handy for tuning in. She looked in. I thank God for it. I'm asking God to just touch her in a, in a marvelous and miraculous way. I'm asking God to cover Linda Handy's house, Missionary Handy, because she's a part of our family. She started us off when we were little kids with the Sunshine Band. <laughs> and they mm. thought AC, it was mm. uh, Missionary Linda started us with the Sunshine Band. I thank God for her. I thank God mm. for this Monday night ministry that's on every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm, I decided rather uh, the ministers doing blog talk. If they don't do Facebook, I'm going to do Facebook. And if they do Facebook, I'm going to do Facebook. Because we're going to get God's word out. God's word has to be out. It's a season of two, 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 twos. And them two shall get the word. It's no more, mm-hmm. I, well, I didn't miss I'm, I'm not friends with him, but you're friends with us, so you're going to be friends with Christ. So on Monday nights at 8 p.m., we're going to be here every night. Next Monday, please tune in at 8 p.m. We're going to have the awesome Montgomery team. Missionary Mother Tony Montgomery and Minister Ron Montgomery. They're going to speak with us and to us about the biblical way of the body of Christ, how the body of Christ God intended for the, what the family should be, mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, husbands and wives. But notice I said mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers because all mothers and fathers are not husbands and wives. So please tune in. Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On Friday, this Friday coming up, it will be Prophet Antoine Thomas will be bringing forth the word at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know what God has given the man to speak on, but the man of God will be bringing the word forth. Please tune in. Please watch our postings and share it. And if you come back Sunday morning, at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 Eastern a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear our very own apostle-elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, along with Minister Sheila Kaiser and Minister Brandon Kaiser. Um, they will be bringing forth the word. This is Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio, as well as Facebook Live. 
Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. This ministry is not a mistake. It is not a fad. It's been on for many, many years now, and we're doing what God has told us to do. We love the Lord with all of our heart, and there's nothing we can do about it. But we love you with all of our heart, and there's nothing you can do about it. So my closing remarks is just that. Let's fall in love with Jesus. I promise it will be the best thing you've ever done. With that being said, Minister uh, Randy, would you please pray us out tonight? And that's the end of the service. It would be my, my honor, actually. Thank you, uh, cousin. Whew. Father God, thank you for being present. Father God, thank you for caring about us more than we care about ourselves. Father God, thank you for waking us up this morning because somebody somewhere didn't. And hopefully, prayerfully, they ended up in your presence here. And well done, my good and faithful servant. But if they didn't, Lord, we lament, but we move on. Father God, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for a gift that we couldn't get on our own. We couldn't buy it. We couldn't borrow. We couldn't spill it, Lord. But you gave it to us for free, salvation, through the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Carry us from this place to whatever place is destined for us to go. But let us not be separated in heart and spirit and in love. Touch everyone under the sound of my voice and those beyond that, wherever they need be, from the crowns of their heads to the soles of their feet. Father, build them up where they're torn down. Make them strong where they are weak. Make them full where they are incomplete. Make them whole where they are broken. And where they are strong and complete, Lord, make them even stronger and more complete that others may see that they desire this life, this walk. May everybody stay in prayer, stay in fellowship, and stay in your word. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night, y'all. Good night. question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. 
There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ShumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.